Astro Pilata and I am an engineer by day and belly dancer by night. Recently I was named as one of the top young engineers in the UK, which was not something that I could have ever imagined when I was younger because, well, engineers normally look nothing like me. So in this series, I will interview some badass engineers who smash through those stereotypes. In this episode, my guest is quantum physicist and professional ballerina, Forbes 30 under 30, Dr. Merritt Moore. Hello friends, welcome to episode 6 of Valad Engineers. Today we are celebrating the International Day for Women and Girls in Science uh, and I'm super excited today to speak to quantum uh, quantum physicist and professional ballerina Dr. Merit Mu today and thank you so much Grassroots Education for sponsoring this series. Uh, please check them out. Hello Denise and hello Kamal, nice to see you all. Um, so Dr. Merritt Moore is voted as Forbes 30 under 30 and she's also um, a quantum physicist from degrees uh, from Harvard, from Harvard <laughs> and, um, and Oxford University as well and her ballet career took her to the English National Ballet and also to the Norwegian Ballet amongst others. Um, she's performed in well-known um, performances like Verse One and also The Nutcracker. Hello, I can see you. Just accepted your request, so I'm just gonna wait for Dr. Merritt Moore to join me today. And I am so excited. We are going to answer your questions, but also if you haven't sent your question through, do feel free to put it in the comments. Hello. Hi. Hi, how Hello. are you? I'm good, how are you? <laughs> I'm really good. How's your day? What time is it over there? It's 11.30 p.m. It's all good. <laughs> Sorry. So you are in Dubai right now, right? I am in Dubai, yeah. How, what brings oh, you to Dubai? Oh, I'm on day. Um, I was avoiding the lockdown in London Fair. and uh, just now staying here. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been there for? I've been here. I was supposed to be here just 10 days, but it's now been over a month and I'll be here a month more so hey ho that's really cool that's a long time I can just see some of the comments Aww. saying I just Same I just read about girls. you in my book good night stories for rebel girls too that's cool oh, someone's in the that? hospital say again I can't hear you very well uh, someone you oh, can you not can no you it was my volume it wasn't very high ah, okay I fixed it now and let me see if someone's I can put that where the Robbie is in the other room. Wait, 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 mm -hmm. the robot? Yeah, yeah, someone just asked. I'm like, oh, in oh the other so room. tell me about that. Well, first of all, introduce yourself to the people that are watching now. I know everybody knows you and love you, but do go for it. Uh, here's Francesco. He does wonderful music. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Merit, and I pursued um, physics and undergrad and PhD, and also a ballet dancer, but now trying to combine my passions to dancing with robots <laughs> and having fun. How did that come about? Like I saw that, it's beautiful, it's incredible. What brought you that idea? Oh, um, how it came about, I think, well, it was out of a wanting to sleep a little more. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pursuing physics and dance um, on their own separately, take up a lot of time and pursuing yeah. both together 
takes up even more time. Um, <laughs> and, and then so here is me calling like, you at basically midnight, right? Taking up more of your <laughs> time. No, this is lovely. Um, so just wanted to like merge the two together to to create more sleep time is is kind of the. <laughs> Yeah. Did you um did you make the robot stuff yourself or was it stuff that was around? No. Yeah, these these are industrial robotic arms. They've existed for quite a long time, and right. they exist in in mainly in manufacturing. So they mm. assist um, uh, either like the larger ones will help create car like make cars. Um, these will you know, it'd be used for industrial purposes. Um, and I, I looked at it, I was like, mm, potential dance partner, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you yeah. have got a lot of fans in the comments. Everybody loves you. Oh, wonderful. Oh, they're so, yeah, this is fun. That is I wonderful. Um, so I do actually, I have people's questions in this bag. Um, so I just asked people oh, cool. some questions that they want to ask you. So we're going to try to go. Okay through as many of them as we can in the next 20 Fantastic. minutes. How do you feel about Let's that? Do Let's, Let's do it. Let's do it. Bring it on. <laughs> okay. Um, and hello so to everyone who's here. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Mm -hmm. Oh, shall we answer one of the questions in the comments first? So I've got a comment saying, how long have you been doing ballet from Sugra SJ? Since I was 13, which is... Really? It's now been a long... Yeah. So that's late in the dance world. So that's why I think... It's been such a hard journey is having started mm. so late, but I don't think I would have been at where I, you know, I don't, if I'd started earlier, I'm not sure I'd be where I am right now. So I think, right. yeah, right. Like I, I really do believe like everything happens for a reason. And for me having started late was, it just gave me that like, oh, you know, it just made every minute so I just valued every minute so much more because I was like, yeah. I now have to catch up, you know? So I, I just appreciated every minute and second that I had in the studio. Um, and so I think, and I, you know, I heard you like, you used to wake up at 5 a.m. to dance and then go to the lab later on. How, how long were you doing that for? Years, years, <laughs> I would say. I mean, probably 10 years of really hard, intense, um, and that's while you were work. studying at Harvard, is that right? Yeah, Harvard was by far, I think, the toughest period in terms mm. of like lack of sleep. Um, mm. Just because we had, if you're doing a science major, you have for the problem sets due every week. So I had physics every week, which would take me like 20 hours per problem set each week. Mm. Computer science each week, that also would take me 20 hours. You know, the math would take me also 20 hours and like yeah. you know I try to find an easy class but I'd end up screwing up and getting myself into a hard class you know that yeah. would also take you know so that was every single week where something was due so you just never had a break um yeah and and then yeah. on top of that working in the lab and on top of that training and then I was auditioning and so that was by far like the time where I was like oh and and that was the time when I hadn't made it in any sense of the way, like, right? I, definitely the first two years, I hadn't gotten into a ballet company. I wasn't sure I could uh, get into a grad school or even survive in the physics um, at Harvard. Yeah. And, you know, putting in that much work for years and not yeah. knowing if it's going to pay off, that's for sure. Like, 
that's for sure the hardest part. So, so, but you know, at the end, it's also like the most rewarding. And um, <laughs> and I was like finding you know tricks along the way of like you know telling my prepping you know being like okay if it doesn't work out how do I make sure that I am having a blast while I'm working this hard and that it feels worthwhile even if that the outcome that I'm kind of striving for doesn't work out what what other way can I feel super like at ease with myself no matter what the outcome totally. so and we've got so many people agreeing in the comments we've got Gemma saying brave oh. and Emma saying absolutely Ivy hello Ivy saying inspiring so brave really oh. and, you know I um I found it hard at uni actually and I had a really tough time trying to access university as a refugee and then once I did access university yeah. it was not what I thought so I studied engineering and it was really yeah. so I find working so much easier than going to university because it's that you know you don't have time for yourself like when I went out on the weekend I felt guilty I don't know if you felt the same yeah. oh man mm -hmm. oh, don't tell me about it because you always there's always more that you can do yeah. And there's always more that you can be learning and there's always, and you're always behind. <laughs> so, <for laughs> yeah, oh, and thank you to friend. everyone here. To Emma. Hello, friends. Sorry, I always have like my unicorn mug for good luck. Oh, fantastic. Oh, good. <laughs> let's we go always need our good luck thing. Say yeah, again? we can go through questions. Oh, we always oh, yeah, need our good go luck. Uh, um, so I do have a different theme tune for the bag every time. And today is going to be... Da -da -da, da -da. <laughs> Let's see what's in that. Da -da -da. This one is from Il Mehdi 16. Okay, so this is an interesting question. I want to yeah. ask you how much time do you think we must use every day to get this result or best results to master something, a subject? I mean, I think it's a personal, it's whatever time you want to invest in it, right? Mm. Um, I think I'm, I'm, I'm incredibly passionate about what I do. So any time that I have, I want to spend doing that more than yeah. anything else. So, um, so it's, it's hard for me to say what people, sh how much time people should or should not do. Like if it feels like a chore, I think I, yeah, it's it's a tricky one because you have to put in the hard work even when it's not fun if you want certain mm -hmm. results, right? Like, um, but at the same time, hopefully you're doing something that you love doing it and that <laughs> that goal of getting it is like so freaking exciting that you you just lose track of everything else. Um, Absolutely, you know, yeah. But, but I think, you know, for those who do want to be excellent at things, you have to put in more hours than anyone else, right? So mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a lot of like... <laughs> It takes work. <laughs> How long um, would you say you put into your work as a physicist and your work as a ballerina per day? I I call it I I call it like I've got these um the dials, you know. So there's a hundred there's twenty four hours in the day, right? So yeah, I I can't go at a hundred percent in both all the time. It's just like yeah, it's just not gonna happen. But what I will do is like is, you know, before performance, I'll ramp up the dance training. Or obviously, when I'm in company, I've ramped up the dance training and lower in the physics. Or if I've got a physics exam or if experiment, if experiment is running and it's working, like, I am all hands on deck for that experiment, right? <laughs> so, like, I am 100% on physics. Um, so I, I will move the dials depending on 
urgency. Yeah, what's, what's due next? What's due next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally get yeah, that. What's due next? Yeah. I, um, and conti- but continuing the momentum. So I'm constantly pushing the balls and all, but like full on focus on one or the other on a certain day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I definitely do have days where I'm more kind of feeling a bit more arty and days where I feel a lot more engineering. Yeah. I have a l- really lovely job that like lets me do both kind of I can use um, mm. sort of video making and stuff about engineering, which is still art, right? So it's, um, yeah. And I think having this creativity as a scientist or as an engineer just makes you excel in both. Like what makes and I don't know if you feel the same about yourself, but I feel like what makes me into an artist makes me into a better engineer, and what makes me into an engineer makes me into a better artist. Would you say this is something you relate yeah. to? Oh, a hundred percent. I think broadening um, one perspective and and who one interacts with is so helpful for different fields. And also, I think the main thing is also it, it um, gives one appreciation. So, yeah. you know. I, what I found is, I think, unfortunately, the way the dance world works is, it's like, you're only focused on dance. Mm. And that's, if you do anything else, you're disloyal to dance. But really? I think that's such a shame because, yeah, it's, but also the physics world, right? Like, if you're doing anything huh. else other than that, then you're disloyal to that field. Um, but I think that's such a shame because I would see some dancers, you know, they've gone to ballet school their whole lives, and then they're in company. And they've lost that appreciation or that joy in being in the studio yeah whereas I think if you have a second passion um but more but also that's that's different like you know physics it meant that I was sitting or standing all day in a lab and so it just made that appreciation for when I was in the studio and feeling the live music like that it just made me appreciate that one hour and I think if you have an appreciation for when you're there you excel 10 times more than if you're not feeling that appreciation. I, so that I've was... never heard it put so perfectly before. That's, mm. yes, exactly. I'm just like, yes, yes, totally. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna go through some of the comments. So yeah. Mary says, yeah. university is really hard. Nice to hear that it seems to indeed be getting better afterwards. Um, yeah. And Miss Smith Dansko, um, it is a matter mm-hmm. of self-realizing that they are aware uh, when they begin and when they end. So I think like talking about when you do your ballet and when you do um, your science. Yeah. And people are asking, what part of physics is your PhD in from Segura? Uh, yeah, I did quantum optics. So uh, it was in the, atomic, in the atomic and laser physics department at Oxford. Um, so quantum optics is so much fun. It's amazing. It's like you have your own experiment and... Like my PhD was creating these single photon sources. So wow. it was like shining, it was, it was amazing. So it's shining like this laser, high intense laser into this crystal, tiny, tiny crystal. And then it would create um, pairs of photons, single excitations of light. It's weird. like, it's like what we describe as like particles of light, if you can, which is even so weird to fathom. But I'm just like, this is just so much magic to me. It's so hard for me to like visualize, but well, I find it so magical and beautiful. Yeah, it's the amazing thing is it does feel like magic. I feel like I'm like, this is like 
PG adult magic, you know, like, <laughs> um, and it would go, you know, you get these photons that would go into these fibers and you'd like sneak these fibers down to the next level where we'd have this um, detector that have to be at minus 273 Celsius, like so in order to, de to detect the tiny photons. And um, it was, and you would see these quantum properties where it's like the possibility of certain, like, I mean, it's hard for me to describe in like 10 seconds, but like the possibility of photons going into uh, entering like certain, certain events of photons Mm -hmm. would the the probability of that happening would cancel out like and you would see it in the actual experiments and the detection and it's just it was amazing it was very good oh, and I'm, also I'm, I'm jealous oh I'm somebody else see that <laughs> it was so cool it was, it was very very like i know exploring the mysteries of the universe that are so yeah. perplexing and that we still don't understand it's just i mean it's amazing that is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, so Sugra is saying um, that the previous question, I guess, absolutely time in ballet somehow makes your brain relax to create in the lab. And I find that when I dance too, I'm just like, yes, I can do more engineering tomorrow. And I've got another comment. Um, how do you feel biocentrism affects your studies? Does your observations affect what you see? Um. You mean like how, how would like physics help me in the ballet studio, perhaps? Um, I I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, what is this um science question? It's clever. Maybe you understand. I don't know what biocentrism means. Maybe you can explain to us in the comments. And let's go through another question in the bag for now until we get an explanation. Yes. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Cool. Yay. Okay. What does this question say? Uh, this is from E5 Group, and they're a really cool electrical engineering podcast. Hello, E5. Um, and it is saying, are you aware of how badass you actually are? Seriously impressive human oh. being. <laughs> I do actually, I do want to use this as a proper question. Do you know how badass <laughs> you are? No. No, 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 no. I, 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 um, I, uh. I'm I'm continually humbled because I'm surrounded by by people that are extraordinary. So, um, yeah, <laughs> in every sense, I think every day is I'm like very humbled, <laughs> um, <laughs> it, which, is, it, which is great. It's it's so it's extraordinary to me. I think like the community that I find myself in and and meeting people like you who are just amazing like next level amazing mm. and are still so humble it's it's beautiful mm. um, I, I, I think when you're around very brilliant people all the time you're like oh <laughs> we've got lots to learn <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i guess like um people will never stop learning and i i do you um sort of do you go through sort of imposter syndrome moments at all oh oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh i <laughs> Well, I think it's different. I think um, I definitely go through doubts mm. of like, oh my God, I'm putting in so much work. Like, is this going to work out? Mm. Um, but I think there's very much an acceptance of like feeling like very accepting, like, okay, I'm human. I'm going to have lots of emotions. Like, 
I'm going to have my ups and downs. I'm going to feel um, maybe terrified or <laughs> excited <laughs> or whatever it is. Um, but being very accepting of that. So I, I think mm-hmm. I'm quite um, patient with myself or like, yeah, accepting of, of the emotions that will come up and just be like, okay, yeah. this is how I'm feeling. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, I, perhaps it'd be feelings of that imposter or like feeling out of place. Um, I don't, I don't want to say imposter syndrome, but like feeling out of place and yeah. just saying, okay, but I can feel these. We're all human, but I'm going to keep on doing step by step forward, right? Like I'm going to just keep on giving my best and, and, you know, having that feeling that like every hour that I put in is going to pay off, you know, every foot forward is going to be helpful. Um, yeah. and, and for myself, it's very much, I don't know if, I'll make it in terms of what I've set the bar for myself, but I do feel like any step forward that I make pursuing both science and art, it will then open the doors for others who are perhaps much more talented than I am for them to be like, Oh, okay. If, if this merit girl can do it, then I, and she hasn't been what she's doing, then I can do it, you know? So, um, but, but definitely, yeah, yeah. I think we'll constantly go through those ups and downs, but I think, being quite rational about it, being like, huh, yeah, don't feel so great about this, but we're going to keep on working, (laughs) you know? (laughs) I think, um, thank you for sharing that, because I think these are, like, difficult things to share, and when I hear stuff like that coming from people I look up to, like you, it just makes me feel so much more like, um, you know, I can do it like it's possible when I hear these human emotions from people like you. It's just, it's um, really nice. And everybody loves you in the comments still. Um, oh, Doodle thank Fox you, Doodle Fox. Fox says, you are absolutely amazing. Happy Women in Science Day. You inspire me. You are oh. wonderful. And I second that. I okay. know we've run out of time. I always do this, but how do you feel about one more question? Yeah, sure. No problem. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Cool. So let's pick this one. This one is from Ninkab and says, tips on how to balance science and ballet because I am doing the same thing. That's a hard thing to balance, isn't it? Yeah, and I think balance in general is really difficult. I think we're always trying to find a balance and it's just knowing that it's always going to change. Like there's no perfect formula for balance. A in general for everyone but also personally I think that balance changes um so yeah I would say that's that's one thing that I find quite difficult um but in terms of pursuing both I would say I think also every like valuing one's time mm-hmm. is probably the most important thing like I I think people don't realize how much they can actually fit in the day and it mm-hmm. adds a little bit of pressure perhaps um yeah. but if one can if one can just do add more things but y- you make it habit so a commuting like I would definitely like be listening to an audiobook or reading or doing feet exercises or like uh, yeah during my college days I would constantly be working and improving mm-hmm. something every single hour of the day mm-hmm. and it's tricky for me to recommend this because I think people feel a lot of pressure already, um, but definitely... Burnout is real. Right? 
But I think especially with social media. So I think take it easy on social media. I think, um, uh, you know, you know, see where your time is getting consumed by and ease it up. Like, I think that everyone has, I think, a secret hidden two to three hours actually in the day that they don't even realize. Um, and, uh, but also if one feels maxed out and already feels like overpressured, I think, then take things out, you know, like mm. one, one advice is, you know, at the beginning of the day, before you look at your phone, before you do anything, write down the three things that are most important to you. Mm. And like, what are three things that you could do that day that would help those three things? And those three th things could be like family or a friend or, you know, one goal in dance or goal in physics. Yeah. Because I, otherwise I think we get lost in this like whirlwind of like emails and admin and social media and things yeah. that won't really leave an impact later on. Um, yeah. So I think that's super important, but that's just, I mean, finding the right balance is always a struggle. And it's, that's why I think it's nice to be kind of a scientist or experimental, you know, <laughs> experimentalist and play around with what works and what's, you know, every day. Yeah. I'm going to do that this morning. Actually, that's beautiful advice. Thank you so much. And thank you for making time for me tonight, even though it's, super late where you are in Dubai and mm -hmm. thank you I, pro well, I promised you this a while back so I was like I'm going to keep this I promised that we meet at this time so I was like a while back and you'd ask so Jen so I was like I'm going to make this you know I <laughs> promise so we're going to make this happen <laughs> no and thank you everybody for going for another badass yeah, thanks, everyone. thank you RS Grassroots for sponsoring this series please do check out their stuff and check out Dr. Merritt's work um, you have an amazing podcast, and your first episode was with Neil deGrasse yeah, Tyson, Neil right? Tyson, yeah. You are so cool. So come, come, yeah, we've got SciArt Party at SciArt Party for all of those who are interested in either science or art or both. And we've got this podcast, the Poolside Polymaths podcast, and we had um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. He came to one of our events live. So we used his wisdom there and described it. So if people missed the live event, we have it now in podcast form. And yes, so that's We'd amazing. love for people, he'd love to hear your comments and yeah, if you guys want to share. Great. Thanks. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, you. I'll see you around. I'm here if I ever can help with anything. Oh my goodness, same here. You're it, you have such wonderful energy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, lots of love. Masalama, everybody. And I'll see yeah. you in.